3: what's going on everybody uh welcome to episode 25 of the culture 360 podcast i'm one of your hosts jordan nahisi
2: and your co-host mo what is up people and we have a guest here he was just here last week for our quickie you want inter- to you want to introduce yourself thanks
1: not at all Let's no <laughs> I know they try to hear me. They like I came here to see them, especially Mo. I do not want to see this dude. Who is this dude? I promise y'all, this is my last time being here. Nah, I know nah. why y'all came here. That's I, a lie. I, I be seeing them YouTube shorts. I, nah, I know. I know the viewers. I'm weak.
3: For, no, like I'm. I'm weak. Nah, Banks. We love having you on. So this is the, really nothing. People but, probably don't. <laughs> listen, I we love having you on, but. But anyway, there's been a lot happening in the world of wrestling, but before we get into any of our show, just want to let y'all know to like, comment, and subscribe to the show um, on our YouTube. If you're watching on Apple, or not watching, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, wherever you may be streaming this, um, be sure to give us a five stars, rate the show, like the show. But we're going to get right into it, because man, it's been a week. So, starting On Tuesday, Stephanie McMahon announced that she was stepping down from her position as co CEO of WWE only days after Vince McMahon had announced his return to the board of directors. She released this statement on Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening on her Twitter and her other social handles, stating the following Dear WWE Universe, about eight months ago, I took a leave of absence and within a few weeks, unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had the privilege to return. As the co-CEO and chairwoman of the board of WWE, I cannot put into words how proud I am to have led what I consider to be the greatest company in the world, working alongside a remarkable leadership team and one of the strongest executives I have known in my co-CEO, Nick Kahn. Our our founder, Vince McMahon, has returned as executive chair and is leading in an, an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives And with Nick's leadership and Paul Triple H Levesque as chief content officer, I am confident WWE is in the perfect place to continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value for shareholders. WWE is in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave and take it one step further with my official resignation. I look forward to cheering on WWE from from the other side of the business where I started when I was a little kid as a pure fan. I will always remain dedicated to WWE. I truly love our company, our employees, our superstars and our fans, and I am grateful to all of our partners. Thank you for everything then, now, forever together. Steph. Following the release of this statement, it was confirmed that Triple H will be the still be the chief content officer of WWE and Nick Khan is still the sole CEO of WWE. Uh, Vince McMahon was unanimously voted to be the executive chairman of the board. And obviously, the tu- on Tuesday, the Internet went buck wild because of the speculations and rumors that WWE had been sold to the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. Uh, but I wanted to know, with rumors selling of tu- on Tuesday of WWE selling to the Saudis, do you believe that all of these incidents are a coincidence or is this a sign of things to come?
2: Yeah, yeah. I never, like, pictured Vince completely leaving to begin with. And I even felt like when Stephanie was there, she wasn't really doing much of anything besides probably what Vince would have expected her to do. So I wouldn't say that I was shocked, like, that much when we heard, like, the fake Saudi news happening. But I was just, like, damn, like, right now? Like, I don't know, I thought it was just weird timing because, like, this month was all about Sasha and where is Sasha going? And I feel like that pulled away from WWE. I feel like they kind of just did something. Kind of like how like the Kardashians be pulling shit just coincidentally just to pull attention away from certain things. I feel like that's what they was doing with this situation. I feel like, like this was planned. I feel like to a degree they might have told a source to go get everyone into a frenzy to pull that attention away. I mean, look, it got them on the news talking about it. Uh literally the news was talking about wwe when was the last time you heard them talking about wwe for anything anything it was about vince right it was about vince so i personally feel like this was a tactic to get us all talking and it worked like the more i thought about it i was like it it was kind of it was all for the wrong reasons but it was kind of genius if you think about it (laughs) because they don't care they don't have any shame you know so um I I feel like Vince is always going to be somewhere pulling strings. And this was just one of him, one one of his tactics and I mean, I think I think he did it successfully. What do you think?
3: Thanks. I'm going to swing it over to you. Always I want to know turn? what you think. Yeah, it's your turn, bro. Hey
1: man, listen. So I I I I'll, I'll go non-jokingly right now. So apparently uh, Nick Khan who was now CEO had dinner with bob Iger, or he was at the college game according to a report with bob Iger, who was the ceo of disney if i'm not mistaken and then one more exec from espn i think that's the route they going uh the saudi thing is a little bit too much if they would have went that way and hey the reports is funny because we got the a uh, you know money music playing <laughs> over the intro so that was hilarious to me a uh, dark <laughs> time to hip-hop people if you weren't there for that uh Buster Rhymes, you'll pay for a lot of your crimes, but that's another podcast for another day.
2: <laughs> Not Buster so, Rhymes catching a stray. <laughs> yeah,
1: you no, know, he always catches strays for me, especially. So yeah, we don't listen to Buster Rhymes over here. What, what's the mean? saying? none of my homies listen to Buster Rhymes. We don't listen to Buster Rhymes over here. However, the mean goes. Uh so I think it would be best in their interest to go with Disney. Now is Disney going to swing that more than four point five billion dollar ticket that WWE is worth? More than likely because they got it. They they got that off just one Spider-Man property, all right? Let alone other properties from the Marvel Universe. I ain't even say nothing about the theme park, which they probably make most of their revenue from and merch anyway. Uh, So I think that's the route they're probably going, just because it makes sense too. And then if that's the case, then yeah. Y'all prepare for Vince to be in creative control. So we're going to have Austin Theory versus Chad Gable at WrestleMania. <laughs>
3: that's... That's a weird matchup, but I can see that happening if Vince, if Vince McMahon is. They both
1: look picture. like Disney characters. You they ever both seen? do. They both. What, what's what's
2: the? Show? <laughs> he's just so on the serious.
1: <laughs> like you seen, what's the show with Hannah Montana? The, her little brother. That's that's who Chad Gable look like. The little brother from Hannah Montana.
2: I wow. Weak. I forgot his name. I know who you're talking about.
3: I know exactly. I was about yeah, to say he's
1: 45, thing. but did you know? Yeah, yeah he's 45, but he looked young. Yeah, yeah. He got he got the uh the Frankie Minez going on.
3: Nah, first of all, let me let me let me step in before this gets crazy. Cause that not a Disney character. But anyway, um I kind of concur with what Banks is saying. Um it was interesting when when all of this news kind of surfaced, one of the, the main things that was highlighted on CNBC the following day is that the stock price shot up however i think that if wwe if wwe is trying to sell which i believe that they're trying to do right like bringing on jp morgan to help with negotiations for a sale vince mcmahon returning as the executive chairman nick Khan is going out to dinner with all these execs it's very very clear that they are in play to make a sale um i think that the one thing that you have to un- well ask WWE has to ask himself is what is the long term goal? If the long term goal is to just get a bag, then obviously they can sell to Saudi because they got the money and they don't really got to worry about that. But if the goal is to get a bag but also have some form of longevity after the sale, then Disney would probably be the best option because when it comes to media rights, Disney has so many different properties that they, could, they that they could place uh, certain. Properties on right between Hulu and Disney Plus and and ABC and ESPN and Disney has so much. It's interesting because people hear the word Disney, but a lot of people aren't even aware that ESPN is owned by Disney, right? And ABC is owned by Disney, so they have so many different places and pockets uh, where they could um, where they can put Raw, SmackDown, NXT stuff like that. And, and if that is the case, then then Vince McMahon would probably have to consume or consume, assume creative control. I don't think that any of these incidents were by coincidence. I believe that Stephanie was just there to hold down the fort until it was time for Vince to lead the negotiations. I believe that Triple H was put in the spot that he was put in uh, to lead, you know, to to build up value uh, up until it was time to, to, to begin those negotiations for a sale. Um, and I, it seems as if, that those negotiations have begun. And I don't think that it's coincidental that this is happening around WrestleMania 39, which is going to be in Los Angeles. Yeah. And so there, I feel like as we get closer to the event, it's going to be the, the WrestleMania 39. Off, WrestleMania 39 is probably going to be one of the biggest events in WWE history because it's going to be the the official pitch for why companies should buy WWE. Right. It's in LA. It's where all the media executives are. And it's going to be this, hey, this is WrestleMania is a WWE thing. It's the six most it's the sixth most valuable sports brand. And when you buy WWE, you're going to have access to all of this. And this is what's going to entice the NBC Universals, the Disney's, the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. It's going to entice everybody. And it's going to be one of those situations where it's going to be like, well, may the best buyer when so that was just like my little my little take on it. But I I do think that this is a very, very interesting time. What was you gonna say, Banks? Go ahead.
1: If I'm I'm gonna say one Pacific talent, but if I'm the talent, who I'll talk to about a pay raise? If it's being sold to NBC, I don't care if it was sold to um uh, ATT, I don't care if it was being sold to uh Nintendo. I don't care if Atari was buying it, who I'll talk to about a pay raise. Now if Disney buys them, if I'm Bianca, I'm the first person to be like, yeah, I need a pay raise. You know why? Disney is very good to put women of color on the screen these days, especially, because why it's marketable now? And they've been doing that the past couple of years or so. Mine is Avatar, those are people of color, but I'm not feeling those <laughs> fake box spreads that they putting on them. Uh, so with Bianca, if I'm her, I'm the first person to be like, yeah, I, I need, hey, bro, I need at least three. I need at least three because they are going to have her working more than she is right now because Disney now owns the company and they're going to put her in the forefront. So not even just her, everybody needs to ask for a pay raise if they being bought by whoever, but specifically if it's Disney, she needs to ask for a pay raise because they're going to have her working the most because she is the most marketable thing in pro wrestling. Again, she is the most marketable thing in pro wrestling right now. No slander to Roman Reigns. She is just the one. I'm sorry
3: that's a that's a i was gonna say mo did you have anything else to say because that was a very very valid point but i wanted to know if you had anything else to add
2: no that was i'd have nothing to add to that
3: (laughs) it's interesting because bianca also has the show on with montez that's going to be coming on hulu um that's owned by disney but going back to the main point i want to know how everybody else feels about this particular topic uh how they feel about uh The whole debacle with uh, Saudi Arabia and WWE selling and all these other things. And if you believe that this is if this is a coincidence or if this is intentional. But we are going to move on. So uh, the numbers are in and it seems as if the Mercedes, wow, my words, it's the numbers are in. And it seems like the Mercedes effect, the Mercedes Monet effect is in full Effect. Let me just read off a couple of some stats. According to Forbes, Wrestle Kingdom 17 was the 11th most searched topic on Twitter. I think 11th on Twitter or Google, which is higher than any previous Wrestle Kingdom event. Those events, including superstars such as Kazuchika Okada and Kenny Omega, the event had over 90,000 unique viewers on New Japan World, and they enlisted over 40,000 new subscribers, which is the most accumulated in company's history, which... Obviously succeeds uh, Chris Jericho's effort when he made his debut at Wrestle Kingdom, not debut, but, you know, appearance at Wrestle Kingdom. In addition to the numbers put out by New Japan Pro Wrestling, Merce- Mercedes currently occupies nearly 50% of Pro Wrestling T's top selling items of the week. Uh, and Battle of the Valley, which is scheduled for February 18th in San Jose, is sold out, even though mercedes Monet versus Kyrie has been the only match announced thus far. With all the numbers released, would you consider her debut uh, on New Japan Pro Wrestling as a success?
2: Oh, period. And fuck the haters. Like, why? Everyone kept trying to slander her because she did, like, one little botch, and she was kind of speaking funny, and she kind of... yo, The funniest thing about Sasha that keeps playing in my head is the way she said Battle of the Valley because she has, like, this slurry behind accent. I don't know if that's a... was she from california or something no she's from boston was she from boston i don't know yeah. if that's normal in boston but she said like the battle of the valley like she said it like that it's just it's saying, a girl it's just yeah, she's, to my she's head trying to
1: kardashian thing right now yeah that's all it is her
2: accent is funny to me but yes no um i'm here for my girl literally last night she had everybody at their phones and at their tvs trying to see if she was going to be saraya's partner like everyone's excited to see her like she is a draw. Like, I'm pretty sure that's why everyone's at the show that Jordan just went to last night. Like, she is that girl. Whether you like it or not, she is that girl. You know what I mean? So, this doesn't shock me. Um, shout out to her. Shout out to her getting a whole bunch of subscribers to the New Japan website. Like, my girl's making her coins. She didn't even, like, have a first match. She just showed up for no more than 15 minutes. And look, look at the numbers that she's doing. And you cannot convince me. You can't convince me that she's not that girl
1: that's all i gotta say on it i love Mercedes,
2: but what you gotta
1: say Banks? why she didn't sell them wigs instead <laughs> get out get out that wig she him, Jordan. sold that for a prop She gonna sell on halloween
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper She
1: sell that wig around Halloween, boy. Them units about to move like M in the 2000s. I'm Why
3: not going to lie.
1: He's on to something.
3: He's on to something.
1: <laughs> boy, she put that on like a Power Ranger helmet.
3: <laughs>
1: Party Mercedes.
3: <laughs>
1: sell them around Halloween, beloved. Make it green. I'm wig.
2: Oh, my God. So you I, like no, she definitely
1: wasn't going to show up yet. She'll be there. she probably show up um in March when they in the bay, more than likely. Yeah. She'll probably be if she is gonna be there. If not, it okay, it don't really matter to me if she's <laughs> there or not. And I'm still gonna watch AEW, I'm still gonna watch New Japan. I watch I'm a new Japan mark, I watch strong, but to a certain degree, just because it's the American based system. And what's that Jabroni name? He keeps saying he's from LA. You ain't from the city, bro. Uh, T, TJP or TGP, oh,
3: TGP, TG, 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 What's his TG, name TG, TGP. TGP. yeah,
1: yeah, oh. you know. That's not L.A. Huh? West Covina, that's not L.A. Inland Empire, that's not L.A. So, but, yeah, I don't really watch it that much, but I definitely will be watching this match with her and Kyrie. I just don't – you ain't You ain't got to do the DDT that way, sweetie. Just do old Jake the Snake style. Just DDT, let's go. All that turnaround 360, her Karana stuff, you don't need to do that.
3: First of all, mm-hmm. turnaround 360, her Corona is crazy. But what I will say is um, that actual move when the video leaked of her like practicing it looked actually fire. So I would love to see it, you know, in the context in which it was supposed to be shown and displayed. As it pertains to Mercedes, um, as it pertains to Mercedes debut, big success. And I think it exceeded a lot of expectations. I don't think, it's interesting because a couple couple months ago we were talking about how like Sasha was being paid two hundred and forty thousand dollars per year, which I thought was ridiculous. Mo thought was ridiculous. And to think that Wait, how much was
1: it again? I'm sorry to cut you off, bro.
3: Two forty K a year. Two forty K a year was what Sasha Who? was allegedly. That's Sasha. all she
1: was getting from the E? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh no, yeah, hey. I'm glad you left.
3: That's robbery. <laughs> she but no wonder
1: she like, had an attitude at the airport. So I would too.
3: I would too. But Think about it like this, right? If you, you got the top five, like your top, not even just top five, I think she was seven of the top ten top-selling items in pro, the Pro Wrestling T-Store. Mm. There's a very high likelihood that she has made more money from her merchandise sales in the past month than she did from WWE in the past year, which is insane. But I think that her debut was a big success, Obviously, I expected her to be at AEW last night. I was at the show. I was in LA. I was at the Forum. Um, I think everyone expected to the point where there was a point in time where the women's match ended and the lights went black and then everybody was like, oh, and then they just showed the Rampage graphics and then everybody booed um, because everybody thought that Mercedes was going to be was there. She was, duh, I was, I was so weak because everybody was really sitting there just like, and nothing happened. But- it it just goes to show you um it goes to show you her her star power and as it pertains to her match against Kyrie I think that's going to be a banger people for, tend to forget that Sasha and Kyrie when they were in WWE um, you know they had incredible matches on their own incredible moments on their own you know what I'm saying so god only knows what they're going to do in New Japan and I, and I'm looking forward to it as far as like a possible AEW appearance you know, it'll it'll happen. I'm pretty sure eventually, but I think it's gonna I happen. I think it's going her...
2: happen after she gets that belt.
3: I, I agree with that. Now that now that the moment has passed from L.A., I think that is gonna happen after she becomes champion. Because like, I don't think she's gonna walk into another promotion without gold. So I think she's gonna conquer New Japan and conquer stardom, and then she's gonna move into, you know, going going other places. But I I, I like Mercedes's debut was so much of a success that you kind of have to look at WWE a little bit funny for not giving her what she requested, which was Charlotte and Becky money. And Charlotte just came back. I don't, I haven't seen like anybody buy any Charlotte merch. Becky obviously is Becky and she's great, but you know, I Mercedes currently has the biggest buzz of all the four horsewomen at this point in time. And it's because of the moves that Mercedes has made. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very happy for her. And I'm very, very eager to see what she produces moving forward. I wanted to know if any, any if either of y'all have anything else you wanted to say about this particular, about Mercedes and her debut.
1: Yeah, she go to AEW. What her and Kira Hogan going to do if they have a match?
2: With that wig, too?
1: Hey, put Jay Cargill in a triple-thread wig off, bro. A triple-thread? her thread? loses it all.
3: Triple thread wig off. Winner takes all? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, Winner takes take all the colors. It's going to look like Sailor Moon in the backstage <laughs> locker room, yo. Just put all of them on the ground. Jupiter, Mercury, all them colors.
0: <laughs> Not Jupiter, Mercury, all the colors. We're
3: going to, now nah, we're moving on. We are moving on. So, so speaking of New okay. Japan pro wrestling, it seems as if one of their top stars is coming to America. Fightful has reported that Jay White's New Japan pro wrestling contract expires within a matter of weeks or months and that the former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion is looking to come to America. So my question is, if he were to come to the USA, which promotion do you think would suit him best? Do you see Jay White in AEW, Jay White in WWE? Where do you see Jay White going?
2: I could see him in either or because he is a sports entertainer and a lot of people like see a lot of edge in Jay White. Um, so I could really see him working with a few guys in WWE, but I just feel like, I don't think they're going to do the storyline much justice with him. I don't know why, but I feel like if he were to show up to the WWE, cause they have yet to really treat anyone that came from new Japan. Well, besides AJ Styles and even AJ Styles is kind of diluted in my opinion. Um, I feel like if you want to go for where he would have more star power and be treated more seriously, probably AEW. But I could see him being functional in WWE because he yeah. does have that it factor. He does. Um, but I don't. I don't. I don't, I can't like name one person where I feel like they would book him correctly with in WWE because I just I don't really trust them. I don't trust anything that they do over there. But then I think about AEW and like their roster is so bloated that I'm just mm-hmm. like. Where are they going to wiggle him in? Because I feel like if he comes in, he needs to get, like, the red carpet treatment because mm-hmm. it's straight fucking white. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know if that's just my take on it, but what do you think, thanks?
1: What you mean AJ Styles diluted?
2: I feel like he's diluted in WWE. I feel like it's kind of like this with him. But as important as he felt, I felt like when he was in New Japan, I felt like he kind of felt like a god. I felt like even in TNA. I haven't watched TNA like that, but I've seen a lot of AJ Styles um, shit. And he felt like a god over there. I feel like in WWE, I mean, he's up there, but he's not like... it's If you put him next to Roman Reigns, I feel like people take him more seriously than AJ Styles. He's just appreciated but Roman Reigns is like looked at as a god in terms of WWE. Like that's that's just the way I see it as a fan watching with the way they book him. Like they give him like a, you know, a bone to, you know, bite like here and there, like what what they did with Undertaker and that whole boneyard thing. That was amazing for his resume over there, but mm-hmm. I just feel like overall in the grand scheme he has not been presented as seriously as he should have been.
1: Too many bones to pick. Um so yeah, he was an old man when he got to the E. He had a good run those first two or three years, but then after that, it was just like, I'm just here. I'm a legend. I'm here to get paid, and I understand what you mean by that, yeah. and he's not a sports entertainer like Roman Reigns. Is that taken away from him? No, but let's cut to Jay White. Uh, sports entertainment-wise, that's how he can work. He also could do the, you know, technical, lyrical, miracle-type stuff that I like, but more so he's a sports entertainer. Um, Per sources, too, uh, Tamatanga might be coming to the to the States. And I think he's more of the E type guy, even though they might put him as like, you know, so it's coolest bodyguard for Roman reigns bodyguard. And he's not even Samoan. He's uh, poly. What is it? Polynesian,
3: Polynesian whatever it idea. is. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. The other, the other Island Negroes, he wanted the other ones. Uh, so that that's racial, but that's racial. <laughs> so, if he come over, somehow they gonna pull him in and that's not really what you're supposed to do. But with Jay White, just go to AEW, even though like Jordan said, they, boy, they gotta make some cuts. There's too many people, bro. Yeah, y'all gonna to do house show. Them house shows gonna be four hours. Cause, bro, hey, I love AEW. That's my favorite promotion right now, but there's way too many people. It's like, dog, I, I see everybody, but I don't need to see everybody, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But just go over there scare the hoes, cause he's scared of hoes music, <laughs> so scared you scare the hoes,
2: is crazy. Yo.
1: Jay White is scared of hoes music. He roam streets. And I love Rome <laughs> Streets, but he roam streets. He Bodie James. Like you gotta go over there. Cause if you go to the E, they're gonna make you Captain Jack Sparrow or something, bro. Yo. <laughs> Jay,
3: we're not Captain Jack Sparrow.
1: What's my dude, Adam Rose, or whatever, the dude that used to come out with Black, uh, the, the, all the people oh, chase the hippie dude? Oh,
3: oh him. I remember the hippie the hippie dude. The Rosebud dude, I know. Yeah, talking-
1: Becky Lynch and all them used to come out before yeah. they got on the screen. Yeah, they gonna make him one of them. They might make him Jerry Garcia. not
3: Jerry Garcia, that's oh dude
1: Well, oh, that's that's Bray Wyatt <laughs> actually. So yeah, no, nah, just go go over there to AEW. It's twenty thousand people in a club with a hundred thousand niggas. Go over there and just you know scare the hoes, or go to NWA. Yeah, I mean, you you ain't gonna make no money or impact. You gonna make you know what I mean? As much as a Chick-fil-A worker, no disrespect to Chick-fil-A workers, all disrespect to uh, TNA workers. I'm sorry, Impact workers, but, yeah, go over there.
3: I agree with the idea that he can be a WWE guy. I think that with AEW, they do have a bloated roster. Not necessarily a bloated roster, but I feel like AEW is in a position where they have everyone that they need to make a good product. And because of that, I don't think that they're – Jay White is obviously a valuable asset, but I think that in order for there to be room for him or for him to be properly used, um, I think that there has to be a clear vacancy uh, or a clear opportunity for someone like Jay White in AEW. And I feel like that ship has sailed. Like, that, that work has already happened with Forbidden Door. Like, they already went that route with him. And, you know, it was what it was. Um, But I just think that adding someone like that, who's probably going to be a million dollar guy, who is, you know, probably going to want a world title shot when you already apparent. Well, with Adam Cole now is coming back, we know from last night, it's like, do you need all these guys in the same company? And if you do and you have Ring of Honor at your disposal, are you going to transfer him to Ring of Honor? It's like, no, you don't want to do that. So I think that WWE would be a good move for Jay White as opposed to AEW, I think that it also depends on um, who's gonna be in creative control, right? Like this whole Vince, Triple H thing is kind of like in the balance right now with Vince being the executive chairman and Triple H being the creative content or the chief content officer, I should say. Um, And it kind of puts, you know, you don't know where the creative future of of the company is going to go. And because of that, it's like, well, would he fit here? Would he not? I feel like if Vince is in creative control, uh, I wouldn't put Jay White there. But if Triple H is in control, I would 100% put Jay White there. I would. There are definitely some feuds. There are definitely some opportunities. Um, you know, with the whole Judgment Day OC thing going on, I would love if Jay White was to be somehow interjected into that picture because it seems like all the leaders of the Bullet Club... Are having a reunion and i feel like if jay if jay would go over and tama would go over and tama's brother would also go over now we got this three-way kind of bullet club divvied up feud i think it would be cool i think it would be tough um but to answer the question i think jay white would be a great addition to the wwe roster um great international appeal great look he definitely has everything uh you would need for a, a wwe superstar so That was all that I was. I was. Has he worked with Cody? I don't. Yes, he did. No, no. Well, vaguely. Um, Jay White was kind of stepping into his Switchblade era, um, and he won the the IWGP title from Cody. The IWGP. No, he he won the IWGP US title from Kenny, and that was the catalyst to Kenny versus Cody and like that Bullet Club Civil War. So they cross paths, but they never really work together. So now that now that you bring that up, him going over to, to 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 WWE, that would be a nice little feud of Cody versus Jay White. I can get with that. I
2: can yeah. get with that. Again,
1: if you want to go over there and get paid, you can do that. But as far as like long term booking, no. Now once again, if Disney buys WWE, there you go. Y'all got y'all a new Captain Jack Sparrow right there. <laughs> To or make Catholic him Dr. Doom, since y'all are casting for Dr. Doom right now. There you go. Put him in the Fantastic Four movie. I was going to say. Mr.
3: J. Switch, I don't know. I'm weak. But J. Switch is actually a fire name. But I want to know what everybody else thinks. Where do you think that J. White yeah. is going at the end of his New Japan contract? If he's going to WWE? Is he going to AEW? Or what other promotion in the States do you see him joining? But we're moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So going back to WWE, it has been announced that uh, WrestleMania 39 has broken the company's all-time gate record, even though a single match has not even been announced. The previous all-time gate record was held by WrestleMania 32 in 2016 with $17.3 million worth of tickets or admissions sold. So with... Wrestlemania 39 on the horizon do you believe that it will live up to expectation do you think that this is going to live up to the hype
2: it has no choice but to Mm. like I feel like there's so much pressure on them right now that if they don't knock it out the park I feel like like this is a good time here right now with a lot of fans already kind of being sick of WWE shit if they don't pull it together now because they already lost their biggest star. All right, they already lost Sasha. We know she ain't coming back anytime soon. Like at least at least that's what I'm confirming that she ain't coming back anytime soon. I feel like you have to knock it out the park.
0: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost
0: track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest
3: registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: You have too many big names coming in. The amount of celebrities they have coming in, rolling out the red carpet for them and stuff like that. I just feel like if you don't pull it together for this show... Yeah, a lot of fans are gonna be pulling the plug on WWE because, like, now we actually see there's other options. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we again, you got people to just invest in New Japan. And I know a lot of people that are just WWE heads, they refuse to, you know, jump ship from what they know. And her making that big power move inspired a lot of fans to just like try something else and expand their horizons. And again, I don't really like Tony Khan, but he's been on a roll lately with what he's been doing. So I just feel like if they don't really need to watch WWE, they're not going to. I feel like if they don't make this a spectacle that it should be and live up to the hype, they're going to lose out on a lot of fans. Um, me being one of them, I'm, like, I'm very much sick of the show. There's nothing to really like gain out of the weekly television i'm actually more excited to see what's going on with aew and stuff like that so i personally just feel like yeah if they don't impress me here i'm good with checking out i'm very much good with checking out but i feel like they're going to pull it together in my heart i feel like they're going to pull it together just for this pay-per-view but what do y'all think about this thanks
1: come on over here to this side it's the (laughs) fun side to the dark side as keek say uh and the words uh Hulk Hogan, slow down, brother. We already got their money. Why would I need to book a great show when I already got y'all money? (laughs) Vince back. All right, he about to definitely be in creative control. This is baby right here. If if y'all think he ain't gonna be in creative control, all right, cool. You see how quick he working right now? He definitely about to get back. He gonna he gonna wait till March. He might wait a a day before WrestleMania and change all the plans because he does that on a weekly basis. They say anyway. Sometimes they change plans. Hell, two hours before the show even starts. So. Uh I definitely think that I mean y'all keep on this Roman Reigns versus The Rock thing. I've been saying for years. Okay. Cause I definitely don't want to see that. I don't care about no Dwayne Johnson at fifty two years old walking through busting his quad again. All right, wearing cargo pants. I don't care about that. Uh I don't yeah. I mean if it happened, it happened, but I don't I don't see a good show coming out this. I think match of the night is gonna be logan paul versus bad bunny is the match on the car yet no but wait and see what happened with the sale let them sell it to disney or nbc watch what y'all gonna get
2: i'm not trying to see
1: vince Russell again vince vince
2: russo
1: nope. versus jim Vince? <laughs> that'd be a man be that's what we need to see that
2: would be better to be honest uh, that is a vince dream match
1: no, nah, hey, bro, boy, y'all want to see it? Y'all want to see an ECW style match? There you go, right there. East, ben, book it, Vince Cornette versus Ben or Jim Cornette versus Vince Russo. Book
3: it. Oh, I'm not doing this damn Vince Russo wrestling at WrestleMania. Look, here's what I will say about 39. And I'm just gonna call it 39 because saying the full name is just feels too long. They have the potential to make this the best wrestling show of all time will they depends on if they sell and who's in creative control. Um, Personally, I think that the plans as is are going to stay as is. I don't think Vince is gonna control, he's gonna assume creative control yet. Reason being more so for legal reasons, right? Um, If Vince gave his word that there would be no changes in management and he goes back on his word, people who own shares of WWE now can sue legally. You can sue Vince McMahon if Vince said that there will be no management changes and then he goes and then assumes creative control. Why? That in in and of itself is is a management change and that is not something that shareholders signed up for. So shareholders can sue. So it's like, Vince may not even assume creative control yet. He just
1: got sued yesterday too.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, he he yeah. got sued because I think they were like, there was something online talking about how about how like a shareholder felt like he was bullying his way back to the top of the company and interfering in media rights negotiations. Mm-hmm. So if things are already happening on that level, imagine the reports and the, the lawsuits that are gonna come from him assuming creative control. The fact is that there are a lot of shareholders that are very very happy with the direction of the of the creative product of wwe at the moment and that if vince were to assume creative control oh networks are also very very happy um fox is happy usa is happy and so if vince were to consume if Vince were to assume creative control it drives down the value of the sale it increases the likelihood of lawsuits it drives down you know the work environment morale of the, of the locker room. And that also directly affects brand value, which would in turn affect the sale. So I, I I think that Vince isn't going to assume creative control on those terms. However, um, like you said, I don't, I think that this has to be this, this has to live up to expectations because not for nothing, AEW put on a hell of a show last night and they've been having a hell of the year and they've been, improving on all aspects very, very quickly. Like, the set design drastically improved. We're seeing returning talents, not just any returning talents. We're talking about main event caliber talents. Adam Cole ain't no scrub. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are are, are main event caliber talents. And all the while, Tony Khan still has Ring of Honor. Tony Khan still has the relationship with New Japan. Tony Khan still has a relationship with Impact. Like he he got a little conglomerate thing going on right now. And so Tony Khan is, is, is fully at a level where he can outsource for talent and continue to refine and improve his product because now he has p- people that used to be involved in WWE in his ear. Like We talked about how AEW hired the global head of television and you don't think that that's affected how he presents his product absolutely not so i feel like when it comes to wrestlemania 39 is it a do or die situation no but the quality of this show will directly affect how the pendulum swings and who has the momentum going forward if wwe has a good show even if they break the all-time gate record wwe has a good show i think that we're going to see you know an increased fervor for the wwe product whereas if we see you know if we see uh, a not so good show, I have a feeling that the momentum is going to even swing further into the direction of AEW based on the on the trajectory of where they're going right now. So that's my little...
1: Well, it's two different things, too. Mm. Brother, not, I'm sorry for cutting you off. It's two different things, too. It's a company that is now sports entertainment that's just about to be a pure entertainment company uh, in a matter of months. And yeah, sports has evolved, but it's more so entertained. And then you got a pro wrestling company, so you got a mark. And no disrespect to Tony Khan, there's a lot of good marks, but there's a, a lot more bad marks. He's a mark for wrestling, so that's why he puts on these type of shows, and he cares about the product. Mm-hmm. Where the other one just have shareholders, and they have people that are investing into the company right now, and they're, the company is about to be sold. So it's you absolutely right, but more so, it's it's two distinct things now. It's just like with the Monday Night Wars, and you know. You have somebody that said they in the wrestling business, being Ted Turner, who's more wealthy than Vince McMahon. Go figure. Uh, and then you have Vince, who said even then it's sports entertainment. And I think sometimes people have that confused between sports entertainment and pro wrestling. Entertainment is right there. It's the reason why a lot of people don't like it. It's the reason why people don't like it right now because, you know, his son is his son-in-law. Should say he's doing a bad job, and he's trying to make it sports he's trying to make it pro wrestling but you got sports entertainers in the business a lot of them come from the indies but a lot more had to learn how to work the sports entertainment style so that's why it's not going over and they didn't really have no disrespect to them they didn't really have you know personality in the indie scene and then now they're forced to try to have some type of personality so you know, I, I, all I can say is, Cody Rhodes. you better hope and pray Vince come back, boy, because you're going you gonna to be in that Andre Battle Royal. <laughs>
3: Andre Battle Royal? Nah.
1: Because Triple H I,
3: ain't forgot. I th- yeah, he definitely didn't forget. But I think that Cody was on a main event trajectory regardless. But I, Mo, what are you? I was going to ask if you had anything to say, because it looked like you had something to say.
2: Um, I mean, not really, but I honestly don't think that, despite the fact that, Triple H and Cody had that little mini beef going on in the very beginning of AEW. I don't think that would ever stop him from booking him correctly because he knows at the end of the day Cody is a draw. Mm. Like he's sorely missing, mm. so, missing, missing. So <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't, I don't see that being a factor. But I think that they are otherwise going to put on a good show. But I do, I, I do see your point. I, I do see your point with um how they kind of don't need to at this stage of the game, but I personally
1: think that they do. But, yes, yeah, moving oh, on to the next topic. Who Triple H is, huh?
3: He be petty. Yeah, Hunter's, Hunter is petty. I'm not going to lie about that, but... Right, he
1: going he gonna to have that dude wearing them polka dots at <laughs> the Andre Battle Royale, boy, and having a match with... Bozo. What's his name? Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown going to come back. Nah. He going to be the It Clown at this nah. point.
3: <laughs> We're moving on, because I can't. But, um... So speaking, well, not speaking of, but, you know, we've been talking about AEW, WWE back and forth kind of with these segments kind of like contradicting each other. One of the hot topics that has been over the past, I would say six months, is the contract status of CM Punk, Uh, and there have been rumors that CM Punk is willing to do business. He wants to come back to AEW. He wants to work with the talent again. He wants to, you know, settle back into where he was. My question to y'all is how do y'all feel about a return, the return of CM Punk to All Elite Wrestling? I'ma just mute Who's
2: worried about CM Punk right now? No, seriously, who the fuck is worried about CM Punk right now? Like he's-
1: Oh, No, his mortgage.
2: (laughs) His landlord.
1: That's (laughs) the word. That's why he's trying to come back.
2: Pretty much the comic books are not selling from AJ Lee. Something. Because, like, no one's searching for this man. Like, after what he pulls, like, considering, again, he's injury prone. He's old. He's washed up. He obviously has a temper issue. He also has an ego issue. No one's checking for CM Punk. No one's worried about CM Punk. And then it's been long enough. And the company has been doing... So much better without him, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like, as far as like the condition that they're in with AEW, why would you want him back? Like what what is what is the benefit? What is the give that you're going to receive with having CM Punk back? And I feel like he has no choice but to to crawl back to AEW because again he lowered his own stocks with that shit that he pulled. You know, like I don't see WWE want to take wanting to take him in even with the idea that I threw out in the podcast from like. A couple months ago where I said that, oh, it'd be a cool angle if they, like, you know, had something with him and Triple H or whatnot. But I just feel like that ship has sailed. No one really wants to work with him because everyone's doing fine without him. I just don't... I don't see the point. I don't see the point of him coming back. Um, The show's doing fine. I actually like the show better without him there because I was only excited seeing CM Punk for the first few months. And then I just feel like afterwards he was just oversaturating the show. Um I feel like with him not being there this is giving people like Ricky Starks who I love and adore screen time is it's given MJF like you know the screen time and um you know the run that I feel like he deserves cuz if he was still here don't you think he would have been jacking up half of the fucking show with his promos Am I the only person that felt that way? I felt like when CM Punk was here he would take up like half the show with his fucking promos. And people oh, complain
1: MJF, yeah. Yeah, they There's do. It was about an hour segments.
2: They they really do, but you know what? I'd rather get more out of MJF because I already experienced CM Punk. It almost felt like he came in with the intention, or at least the pseudo intention, that he wanted to help everybody else around him, but it just kind of came off like he ultimately was in it for himself. Hmm. And I don't want to see a CM Punk title run. I really kind of don't. I already seen enough. I already seen all I have to see. He got everything he wanted. Honestly, if I were Tony Khan, I would just kick him to the curb because, again, your show is doing significantly better without him. I was hoping that he would acquire, um, you know, Mercedes, but that didn't happen. That's the only star that you really need on your show if you really it to skyrocket. But, I mean, shit, if I have to choose out of all these other free agents and whatnot, shit, pick up Jay White and cancel CM Punk because it's like there's no point to me there's really no point he's such a non-factor in wrestling like I think he was just, like a whole orgasmic letdown that's the best way to describe him that was explosive, right? right a whole orgasmic a letdown show. no
1: see, see that's no. why you don't let New York women get on your podcast right? no they talk raunchy
2: I am but go on
1: Oh, it's my turn. Okay, so let me I'm
2: just I'm just, let me be, I get heated when I think about this man, so let's go on.
1: No, I understand because listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get the PG 13 way of saying this. All right. Okay. So uh you know I don't know if you know this, Mo, but Shaq said it best. Or not Shaq, Charles Barkley said it best. When you get older, nobody calls you by your nickname no more. He said this about Kevin Garnett. He was like, no, nah, he ain't the big ticket no more. He just KG. He Kevin Garnett now. Same thing he with Shaq and Maya. all these older I players. Once yeah, you get older, too. we can't call you by your nickname anymore.
2: Hold on. about uh, that PG-13 song. Uh, CM Punk is now Phil
1: Brooks. It's, it's, look, at Brooks of look at you. Look at God. Spoke, exactly. Look at he he was God.
3: Like, he I'm, frozen. Not, <laughs> I'm not letting this happen. You back. Oh, I was frozen?
1: He was frozen.
3: All right, cool. Hey, man, they was hating.
1: The Wi-Fi be hating. I got to go land connected. Maybe I need to stop slender CM punk. That Not, is- anyhow, I'll say it quicker than this. He lost that name when he got beat up or allegedly when they all got their little white fight. You know, white fights be like hockey fight. Like, come on, I'll see you at three o'clock, pal. That's the type of fights they had and pal. people biting and all that. Where I'm from, you don't bite. You start swinging. But he is now Phil Brooks. He lost CM punk. Like Charles Barkley said about Kevin Garnett. Now he ain't the big ticket no more. He and KG. He just Kevin Garnett now. Same thing with Phil Brooks. You ain't seeing punk no more, bro. I understand it's inflation right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, let us call $6 according to Cardi B, but I ain't listen to no Bronx woman have any logic about Not anything. No disrespect. Uh, so I understand that rent due, pal. Hey, Amazon, stay hiring. That's the only job in America <laughs> right now. You can get a job at Amazon. They say background check but they don't really be checking the background check. Cause I know people that work for them. Anyhow, I ain't gonna snitch on them. Uh, go ahead, apply for that job, brother. I, I know rent due. I know everything expensive. You feel me? I right, go ahead, pay for that rent, bro. <laughs> go, go ahead, get you a job, pay for that rent. That's all it is. That's why he like, hey, hey, big bro, I was tripping. He about to call CM Punk. Hey, I was tripping, bro. I was tripping. Hey, let me come back in the locker room, bro. I was just playing, bro. You already know. Milwaukee or wherever he stay at, you know what I mean? They man, they just up my rent, bro. I'm paying 2,300 for a two-bedroom right now, bro.
3: <laughs> Not the rent, but so that's all it is. Rent
1: be due, bro. Be I wish people just be honest about certain things that they do, tell me I want to come back to the company. No, nah, bro, I didn't did that with Jobs before. You be talking all that. And then as soon as that money get low, man, I might have to go back. Hey, bro, <laughs> let me come back real quick. I was tripping.
3: That's all it is. You got to pay rent. So I, I guess I'll jump in. And I may get attacked for this. Um. So, yo, Mo, the way that you just sat up. Like, <laughs> her, her, no,
2: because what? We just saw last really, week.
3: Bro, really thought she was playing 2K and was like, but um, here's my thing.
1: Her playing t- that's hilarious.
3: I here's my thing when it comes to CM Punk. As a singles competitor competitor. As a tag team competitor, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I I, I guess I don't want to see choose your wisely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to see him anymore in the in the role that he was in prior to his unceremonious exit. And I I don't want to mm-hmm. see him as the world champion. I don't want to like. I just don't think that he's he's that anymore. And if he and if he is and he can prove me wrong, all right, I guess. But as of right now, I don't see him in that role anymore. Um, I, I think that there is, there is still a lot to ask about this particular issue with Punk because it's like, is Tony Khan still paying him? Because if Tony Khan is still paying him to stay at home, like it's like that's money that you could just be, be utilizing and let work for you. There is one scenario, there is one scenario in which i would like to see cm punk return to aew i want to see cm punk and ftr versus the elite if this if this whole if this whole feud is true if this whole fight is true which i apparently it is they have the opportunity to capitalize on real life heat they also have the opportunity to bring back punk in a way where he won't be heavily utilized, where FTR could have championships, where they could actually do something that wouldn't put Punk in a position where he's in a ring for 30 to 45 minute matches. I personally think that that is the only situation in which Punk can return to AEW, is if he were to be in a group with FTR and they were beefing with the elite for the trio's titles. Other than that, though, I wouldn't want to see him as a singles competitor. And I wouldn't want to see him at the top of the mountain the way that an MJF or, or, or a John Moxley or Adam Page is. And the reason why is just because, like both of y'all said, the AEW product is a lot better without him. It's a lot better without him. But it's like the only thing that is in question right now is like the future of the trio's division. So if it's to strengthen that division, I get it. But other than that, though, I wouldn't want to see him in AEW. So that's just my thing. Are you
2: snorting the you same thing the Moore, as bro.
1: Tony? Like, what is going on here? No, I, I got it, Jordan. I love you. This is your show, no, but get I got to Mar. hit. hit you with the Marty Mar. I got to hit you with the Marty Mar.
3: ain't
1: nobody trying to see that, man. <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I understand. And and once again, like, once again, this is a this no, is like asking. the one-time exception. And if and if it doesn't happen, right? If his his return doesn't happen hey, in that Jordan,
1: room. they ain't even petrifying the holes. That's petrifying everybody. That's petrifying that little ugly dog that he got <laughs> that got kicked
3: me. <laughs> That's
1: petrifying <laughs> Ace. Still at the thought of that, bro. No, well, Ace Him is, Ace is gone.
3: Ace is, is gone. I think he got fired change. already. He got to come back. But like, no, I don't. I don't think <laughs> that Ace would be coming back. But I, I, I just like, I don't know. Like for me. My biggest issue, not even my biggest issue, but like my whole thing is like if Tony Khan is still paying this man, he's wasting money by not utilizing him because you're investing into a property that's not giving you a return on your investment. So it's like you're giving Punk all this money for for him to sit at home and it's like. Yeah, if there's yeah. a if there's a way to, to if if that is what's best for the company, then that's what's best for the company. And I'm not going to complain. But if there is a way for him to make that back for you, then I wouldn't necessarily I'm like, okay. I guess it is what it is. No. But that's the only Punish scenario in which I would Why are you
2: gonna reward him?
3: Huh? Why
2: well you... he get
1: rewarded out. He live in the American dream. He get to sit at home and make money. I wish.
2: No, put him on dark. Put him on dark. I said yes. that
3: before. Even I did. said put him on dark. He
1: gotta be around. Y'all gotta remember Jericho too. Don't like him. Yeah. So he Jericho don't. will be pressing people. That's what I love about Jericho. One of the things I love about I Jericho, he, he will bullied. press you. Yeah, he he pull up on people. I respect him. So he'll be like, Hey bro, we don't even want you in here. You, you go go get dressed by the, the hot dog stand, bro. No. <laughs> yeah,
2: That's crazy. By
1: the
3: Glizzy counter,
1: yeah, go 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 over there, bro. To the janitor closet, bro. We don't want the you over here. You feel closet. me? You just get that over.
3: The fact that CM Punk would get hit with a Miz, F- him, is him crazy. and FTR.
1: You said three people I don't like.
2: Damn, you don't like FTR. FTR and CM, you don't like FTR.
1: They horrible.
2: Whoa, whoa, tr- whoa. Let's tr- talk about tr- that. trash. Why?
3: As
1: compared to who are they better
3: than?
2: Everyone else.
3: I never said that FTR <laughs> I
2: never. They
3: se- <laughs> <laughs> muted his camera.
1: Hey, man, thank y'all. Thank y'all for letting me on your show. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, follow me at RandomX. Listen, ain't no way on God's planet, FTR, these fake ass, and I ain't even trying to curse, but these punk, now I got something like Ray J, R. Anderson, and old Anderson, fake. Bret Hart, you know, D. riding ass dudes is better than the Briscoe Brothers, the Souls, the Bucksy Youth. Who else? Hey, the they Bucks ain't better you. than my guy Max Caster. <laughs> yeah, the Buxy, you top flight. They ain't better than them. Come on, bruh. They ain't better than the Lucha Brothers. Ain't no boy. Ain't too many people better than Lucha Brothers. We need but, to have this you know next I mean?
2: episode. We need to just talk about what's our three best
1: FTR being trash. Cool.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be our next question. I actually want to ask everyone here too. Cause what is the best tag team? Current and it ain't FTR. I
3: mean... I I say the Usos. Who?
1: Because you want...
2: The Usos.
1: Thank you.
3: I say the Usos.
1: If it ain't the Briscoe Brothers, it's the Usos. I would put the New Day. Yeah. So
2: it's
1: in a heartbeat. Huh? Yeah. Which which version though? If it's Big E and Kofi, cool.
2: Wait, you don't like Xavier?
1: No, I never liked him when <laughs> he was doing all this shucking and jiving in TNA when he was Apollo. Wow, I never liked him then. That's I, crazy. Love, I love Stone I love, Mountain love, dudes. Is different. I love
3: it. It's
2: exactly. my personal favorite.
1: He'll try to make you his personal favorite too.
2: <laughs> all right, we need to cut it. We need to cut it on that
1: one. Yeah, that man be going to the tenth page on the explore oh page. You God. feel me? Not the tenth. <laughs> Yeah, on them sites, he go to the tenth. Nah, I ain't seen this already. Them Stone Mountain dudes different. Nah, I'm, I'm
3: weak. Nah, I think, I think the Usos are the best. But tag, <laughs> I lost my train of thought.
1: Who, who? Even though they ain't got no people to go against, so by default, they got to be the best. Who
3: FTR or the Usos?
1: No, hell no. Nah. The, the Usos ain't nobody. They fought everybody. And they mama. Well, they got to fight somebody, mama. At this point, yeah. they don't wrestle everybody they else. Everybody
3: else, yeah, it makes sense.
1: So that's why it's the Briscoe brothers. Let's move on.
3: So. uh,
2: Okay, I I can argue with the Briscoes. Minus the racism.
3: Yeah. Minus the racism.
2: I
1: mean, you ever play Far Cry 5, everybody? Let us know in the comments here at Culture316.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're moving on. We are moving on. So this is like the last, so I I wasn't gonna talk about it, but Mo encouraged me to talk about it. So I'm gonna talk about it. So last night I went to Last night, I went to Dynamite at the Forum. Um, It was amazing. It was one of the best wrestling shows I've ever been to in my entire life. Um, And Tony Khan came out at the end of the show, after Dynamite was finished taping, after Rampage was finished taping. um, And he said that the Forum is one of the best venues that he has run, um, and that the more that he come, you know, he's also talking about how Ring of Honor SuperCard will be in LA during WrestleMania week, Friday, March 31st, at the the USC Arena. I don't know, like the name of it off the top of my head, but wherever the U- USC basketball plays, he they're 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 running uh, SuperCard of Honor there. And uh, he said that you know, the more times he comes back to LA, um, that it feels like it, real quick, bro.
1: Nothing <laughs> the you all they bogus. <laughs> That's what they. That's how they let you know about ROH. That's how you know ROH is always gonna be ROH, no matter who owned it. You know that USC basketball stadium, the Gaylord Center yep. off Jefferson and Fig, Shouts out. It's it's huge, it's but come big. on, bro. Like it is. It's a college basketball gym, and it, it's big, but, bro, y'all. Yeah. It, Go ahead, y'all could have put that at the Crypto Center. <laughs> No,
3: because, like, that's Friday the 31st, hey, vulgar, so there's probably going to be, like, SmackDown is going to be there. So that's probably why they couldn't book it. But... um, Not at Inglewood? Huh?
1: They wouldn't put that at Inglewood? At the Forum? Yeah. That's actually a good idea. That's actually...
3: That's not a bad idea.
1: I'll, I'll look. I ain't But... I, I'm going to be in and out anyway when I'm out there.
3: But, you know, Tony was talking about how, like, the more that he comes back to LA the more he feels like AEW I mean LA is an AEW pay-per-view city so i wanted to ask the question if you were to pick out which AEW pay-per-view would be in Los Angeles which AEW pay-per-view would it be
2: are you asking me or them
3: i'm asking y'all i'm asking you both of y'all
2: no.
1: well, I man, we on the show, forget the audience.
2: <laughs> uh, you go first. I, I drew a blank just now <laughs> for LA, hey man, mm-hmm.
1: full gear because hey, <laughs> y'all wear any color going south of any arena, it's gonna be full gear on your ass. That's what it's gonna be.
2: <laughs> mm, I got a one double or nothing.
1: Mm. y'all better not wear no switchblade if he do come to AEW shirts on Fig and Jefferson no red shirts y'all better not mm-hmm. that's a fact I'm sorry what you say uh, Queen <laughs> what you say
2: Um, actually no I changed my mind I kind of I kinda would want all out to be in LA yeah mm. yeah I could do it well, but all out
1: that's on brand too but I can't say why as far as LA and AEW, mm. that's a problematic joke.
2: I encourage problematic jokes here.
1: No, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Let us know what Banks is thinking.
3: <laughs> I feel like it has something to do Boy, with some form of powder substance. Eddie
1: Murphy, never mind. <laughs> I
3: mm. know exactly where you're going with that. Eddie Murphy, Johnny Gill, but yeah, exactly. Let's move on. I was gonna say, I would be down. Well, first, Banks, what, what? what which, which AEW pay-per-view would you want to see in, in LA? They only got, what, four of them? Four. Yeah.
1: I mean, I said Full Gear, and then uh, Mo said All Out. Mm. Like, revolution, I guess. I don't
3: know. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say-
1: The one that's about to be in the Bay, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I think Revolution. revolutionizing LA. <laughs>
3: It's a fact. But then again, that's been happening in Brooklyn for a long time, so I'm not surprised about that. But I oh, is on I would I would I would put AEW in, in I mean I would put Revolution in LA, considering that it is the the first show of the year. I don't think that they would do anything to all out because I feel like well, all out and double or nothing, because Tony has, has said that he wants to make double or nothing exclusive to Vegas and he wants to make all out exclusive to Chicago. So if that's the case, I could definitely see them just doing Revolution. There's another one that they did, the one that they just—oh, that was full gear. The one that they did in, in Newark, that was full gear. So I could, but oh, I, could I could see Revolution. I could see Revolution being in LA. So.
2: That's fair.
1: Let's go. I just had another bad joke.
3: Listen, Let's go. Listen, we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you Banks Uncut. Banks Uncut is going to be a Culture 316 16 podcast where he's just going to let off all the jokes. But
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, you I wouldn't advise that. that. Y'all yeah, 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 ain't going to have no show no more. Don't do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, so that, I think that was the last topic of our show. So that concludes our show for the week. Thank you guys so much for, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Banks, for being on once again. It's always a pleasure having you on. We'll see you guys next week for episode 26.
0: two, six.
3: We'll see y'all later. Have a good one, y'all.